Hello, hello, friends. Happy Friday. This is Sydney, your host of the Colopsia podcast. I hope everybody's having a beautiful Friday evening. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I can't hold it in. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's actually not Friday. Ha! Got you. I'm sorry. I am a little bit um, delusional right now, but um, it is actually Thursday. <laughs> Look at me trying to plan ahead. Literally yesterday, no, not yesterday, last week, me submitting this, submitting it. I mean, posting this the episode at like literally 11.59. I mean, guys, I made the cutoff. Is everybody proud? I'm proud. I hope everybody's clapping. Give me some snaps. Um, I did indeed succeed at submitting the oh my god, I keep saying that, whatever, submitting the podcast episode last week on a Friday, and this week I'm going about it in a more responsible route, and I am pre-recording on Thursday, thank you very much, because it turns out, I mean, I did say that I was going to do this every Friday, but it turns out Friday is my busiest day of the week, guys, so um, this is the way it's going to be, hopefully, if I can hold on and keep going with this, but today I wanted to talk about how adulthood is basically babysitting yourself. So before diving deep into this, I did want to take you through my day. So a bit of a backstory, I've been studying for this psychopharmacology test, this first exam, for literally two weeks. I mean like a week and a half to two weeks. I've spent a solid amount of hours studying for this test. And today, I took the test. And despite all of my hard work, you know, I only got, I mean, let's, I didn't fail, but I didn't do fantastic. And while I would have been extremely disappointed, I now have a tool, which I would call perspective. So throughout my semester off, I learned a lot about myself. I learned I have a lot of other qualities aside from my intellect. And beyond that, I do also have my intellect. Like, I know I do. I know I'm a smart girl. Like, I know I can think. I know I can think. And um, what I did after receiving this bad news, I mean, immediately my stomach dropped. I was, like, honestly disappointed. And my instinct was, okay, let's just go to the gym. I shut my computer. I sped walked out of that library because it was like a remote test. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going straight to the gym. And, you know, I've talked about how exercise and moving your body has been shown to reduce stress. And, you know, it was a way to take my mind off this bad news. And after that, I came home and I journaled. I journaled about how I was feeling. I journaled about my hard work, my disappointment. And I journaled about how, like, how sad I was about it. You know, I was like, you know what? This, this kind of sucks. It honestly really kind of sucks. And then I was like, okay, enough of that. I literally, I literally wrote that in my journal. I was like, okay, enough of that. Um, I know I can do this. I know I'm going to turn this around. You know, I haven't gone to school in a year. Um, let me cut myself some slack. And this is an upper behavior neuroscience course. Like it's okay. Chill Sydney. Like it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. And then beyond that, what did I do? I looked at my mirror and I literally talked to myself for 10 minutes. I looked in the mirror and I gave myself the same pep talk I have so often given to others. And then I came to the realization, I was like, okay, I've just avoided a temper, a temper, why can I not say it? Temper tantrum of sorts, you know? I, I mean, multiple things could have factored into this, you know, first I had 
you know, the tools, I know what to say, you know, I've given, I've given this speech, you know, like, guys, I know I give good advice, um, (laughs) which is why I feel like I'm qualified for this podcast, but, you know, I had the tools, I was like, okay, this is what I need to do, like, this, like, you're gonna be fine, like, this is gonna be fine, and also, I feel like I was just well-rested, I mean, the past few days, I've had, like, eight hours of sleep, and that is not the way that I lead my life, but I have been really trying recently, And I honestly think that played a role too. Like as much as we don't think that we need as much sleep as children, I am living proof that that isn't true because I've been a brand new person. But, you know, over the past couple weeks, I've been mulling over this concept, which is the fact that in reality, we're all just walking around babysitting ourselves. So, I mean, think about what a babysitting job entails. You're responsible for this small human being. You're responsible for their health. You're responsible for them not getting hurt. You're responsible for keeping them engaged, keeping them happy. And you're responsible for, you know, keeping them alive, basically. And honestly, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, what is this whole adulthood thing? Because I'm not loving it. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stressors, of course, that comes with it. You know, we've all got bills. We've all got jobs. I mean, not all, but like most of us have got jobs. And now, you know, you're throwing school into the mix. And I'm like, guys, I'm just one small little girl. Like, can I not have to do all of this all at once? Thank you. But um, I've been really thinking about it. And I was talking to my coworker about it, and that's the truth. We're all just out here babysitting ourselves. I mean, we've all just, like, we've watched those TikToks. It's like, do you ever, like, you're cooking, and you're like, okay, why am I not under supervision with this huge knife that could literally kill someone? Like, when you're driving, you're in a vehicle, and I always have that quote from that 70s show that's, this thing is a kill machine. You could literally kill someone with a car. And it's just, like, I feel like it's important to remember these things because at the end of the day, like, no one's watching over you. You've got to watch over yourself. And, I mean, while today's events were in more of an emotional aspect, you know, that physical aspect is definitely a thing as well. But I've been thinking about it and I realized that each day... You know, I start out by planning my day. Recently, I've gotten this journal that I literally write out tasks that I want to get done for that day. And I do think it's been really helpful. Um, You know, recently, I've been setting myself up for success, waking up a little bit early. And, you know, each day I do my nighttime routine. I wash my face, whatever, skincare routine, everything. And, you know, each day I also need to plan, okay, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat for breakfast? What am am I going to eat for lunch? What am I going to eat for dinner? What do I wear? What route do I take to school? Because I don't know what it is about my commute to school, but I like, I don't live on campus, but I, there's like five different routes I can take and I literally take a different route every single day. I don't know what it is. I can't find a swing of things. Um, I just can't figure it out. So it's like, it's literally a whole thing every time. I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this little girl to school? She needs to get to class by a certain time, but she doesn't want to go to class, but she has to go to class. Like, I I don't know what it, I don't, 
I don't know if any of this makes sense or if this is even relatable, but I don't know what it is recently. I feel like I'm a third person outside of my body. And I'm like, I need to get this girl to this place by this time. And I need her to be happy. So I'm also going to squeeze in this little fun time in the middle of it and try to keep her happy so that she's still engaged. But then I also need to make sure that she gets in bed on time so that she can actually be a living human being the next day and not have a shit day because she didn't sleep enough last night, you know? Like, I... Okay, this is not making any sense, but I think this is just the trajectory of this episode. It's just going to be a little bit of a stream of consciousness type of day because, honestly, my whole brain is kind of muddled right now. But I just feel like thinking in this way is possibly helpful. Like, I feel a sense of responsibility for this body I've been given. I feel a responsibility to treat it nicely, to set it up for success, to maybe even do like these small acts of intentional acts of kindness that might mean a lot in the long run. Like, for example, I was watching Hidomi on um, YouTube and she was talking about what she eats in a week and whatever. And then she was discussing how she loves to spend, you know, a little bit extra on those little ceramics, those pots and pans. And she is really into pottery and she'll make really cute bowls and stuff. And, you know, that brings a small little dose of dopamine every time you go to cook. You know, it kind of makes you want to cook because you have these new pots and pans and these new bowls to cook with and put your food in. And it kind of just makes the whole event more fun, even though you would have maybe dreaded cooking beforehand. And it's just like, I keep thinking about it, how I'm doing these tiny little things to kind of make life fun for myself. And I just think it's a really interesting concept for us to all think about because at the end of the day, we're all just babysitting ourselves. Like, we're all like, okay, okay, Sydney needs to go to bed by this time. Okay, Sydney needs to get up by this time. Okay, Sydney can't work all day. Sydney needs fun time. Okay, Sydney can't just sit still all day. Sydney needs workout time. Like, it's just... (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know if this makes any sense at all, but I hope you're laughing and, you know, enjoying this little like, shooting the shit with me, whatever this is. I've never said that expression before. I literally think I'm on crack. I mean, I'm not on crack, but I feel crazy right now. That's what's going on. I think the benefit of this type of point of view would just be the objectivity of mood changes and frustrations and you know, sadness. Because what are you going to think when you see an angry kid or like a sad kid? You're going to think, okay, is it hungry? Okay, did it sleep? Okay, what what else could be causing this? That's what we need to be providing ourselves. Because I think that we often, when we're in these frustrated mindsets, these sad mindsets, you just spiral and spiral and dive deeper and often even blame yourself. You know, maybe something happened um, around you and, you know, it upset you. And then you're like, well, um, why are you feeling so upset? You know, this is terrible. Like, why are you, like, you're so stupid? Why are you feeling so upset? You know, you have nothing to be upset about. You have this fantastic life, whatever. No. Okay. Take a step back okay, I'm upset because this happened and this made me upset. Okay, what are some things that bring me joy? You know, what can I do that's going to bring me a smidgling of joy and take my mind off of that bad thing that happened? Because that's what you would do to a kid. You know, if they if they have a, 
let's say they have ice cream and they have the ice cream ball is on a cone and the ice cream ball falls off the cone and they're sad and you know you don't you didn't bring enough cash to bring them another ice cream to buy them another ice cream ball on another ice cream cone i don't i'm not explaining this well but then you are at a park you know it was it had been one of those ice cream trucks that passed by you're at a park you'll be like okay they're really upset but you know we're at this park let me try to distract them and have them play on the swings you know the swing is one of their favorite things to do at the park you know the next top thing after getting ice cream while at said park so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take this kid i'm going to swing them on the swing and have them laughing giggling within 10 minutes you know that's what i would do that's how i would approach an upset child so why don't we reflect that type of kindness and that type of patience with ourselves? I think that's a big thing that we need to think about because when I'm sad, the way that I changed my thought patterns today versus the way that I would have had my thought pattern go a year ago is very drastically different. Today, I was like, okay, I'm feeling upset and I don't really have time to delve into it right now. What am I going to do? I'm going to reroute my thoughts. I'm going to reroute my entire body. I'm going to take myself out of this negative space, this space that's bringing me negative negativity. And I'm going to put myself somewhere that I know is going to provide a benefit for me, whether that's psychological, physical, anything, but remaining in this space that's going to make me think badly, you know? And this is something that you can apply wherever you are. If you don't have a gym membership, if you don't even like going to the gym, if you, like, whatever your little safe space is, go do that, you know, when you find yourself in this negative space. I really advise against, you know, delving into your thoughts and just spiraling and spiraling, maybe heading into bed, covers over your head just thinking and thinking and thinking i think thought is the one of the worst things you can do when in doubt revert to sim- simplicity and stillness i think that's the best thing you can do because what am i doing when i'm at the gym i'm not thinking i'm just going you know i'm just doing something i have a task i have a goal and um you know i'm pushing myself i'm like okay one foot in front of the other one foot in front of the other like that's what i'm doing on the treadmill while i'm doing my 1230 you know i'm like keep going don't hold on to the bar keep going and you know that's just something that you can do you know if you find yourself having a bad, a hard time with something, maybe go for a walk. If it's sunny, you know, what a privilege. I don't know what it is about Boston lately, but the weather has been absolute shy. I mean, today and a couple days ago and the day before, what am I saying? The past three days have been quite sunny and I am eternally grateful. But like, you know, it's such a privilege if you're in a sunny place um, with some sunshine, even if it's rainy, you know, you can romanticize it. You can have your little umbrella um, and <laughs> guys, I, I actually don't know what's going on. I think I've been up for too long. That's what happened. I woke up early today to study, um, not for the exam, for another exam I have on Monday. But um, yeah, I feel like it's a good thing to think about. I mean, think about yourself objectively, I think is the key takeaway that I'm trying to um, perpetuate, like, think of yourself as this little human that you are responsible for. And when you find yourself in these crazy moods, think of yourself as this little human. Be like, okay, what can I do to help her? You know, them, him, whatever it is. Like, what can I do to help? Okay. What can I do to distract you? Uh, what can I do to set you up for success? 
you know, think about these things. And I think that's how you end up, um, you know, rerouting your brain from these negative spirals. Um, but that's all I have for today. A little bit of a quickie. Um, I hope (laughs) some of it made sense. I'm in one of the weirdest moods tonight, but, um, one of my roommates and I are going to paint, so I think that'll be fun. A nice little end to this very, um, what am I, what am I trying to say? Very eye-opening day, you know? But, um, yeah, I hope this helps. Have a good evening. Have a good Friday. Wink, wink, evening. Um, yeah, this will go up tomorrow. But, yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, and I also started an Instagram called Pod, and my Twitter is Pod. if you have any questions or thingies that you want to DM me or anything like that, um, anything you want me to talk about, but yeah, okay, have a good one, bye-bye.